0: So then, let's go ahead and get started. Let me pull this up. In three, two. Welcome back to another episode of Recap, the podcast where we talk about the latest news featured on our platforms, mostly Facebook. Uh, this is the news that matters most to our voters, and we encourage legislators to not only listen, but to also act on what they hear. I'm your host, Joshua Hyde, as always, and with me today are our analyst, Alex Grohannon, and one of our writers, Anthony Arnold. Hey guys, how are you doing today?
1: Excited as always. I'm always excited to be here. in December, this. man. I'm super pumped.
0: year's almost over Uh, yes
1: yeah we've almost made it season. looks like Christmas you've seen his Christmas songs on Facebook he's excited for the holidays
0: that is fair (laughs) now I'm I'm a bit of a Grinch myself but I I appreciate the the good times and the the fellowship that the the holidays tend to bring around
1: no Grinching (laughs) anyway
0: Yeah, that's that's too much of a 2020 thing. So let's go ahead and move on. Uh, Anthony, talk to me about our polls.
1: Yeah. So uh, as always, everybody, our polls come out every Friday on uh, Facebook, Instagram, wherever we can be found. Uh, Feel free to comment. We'd love to see what you guys uh, think. Um, And so the poll I'm covering today is from our most recent one. And the headline question was, why do black lives matter? To allies and the gist of the question was that there's been a lot of protests being led by people who are not black or people who you know a lot of times we don't think they're directly affected by like the police violence and the things we've seen and so the question was was asking uh why do you know we were trying to ask some of our audience members you know as allies why do they think black lives matter to them what was the triggering moment And uh, how do they share their views on Black Lives Matter with those who don't agree with you? We only got one response from an audience member, and that was on your page, uh, Josh. And I believe I I had it up and now I have lost it. Just a second. Technology being what it is. Um, Let's see. Yeah, it was from your your friend, Blake. Um, Oh, man. Sorry about this are you kidding normally i i was on it and then i somehow went Un- to post,
2: unacceptable is this is we are, yeah, we're I a know. professional uh, podcast anthony and you need yeah to i'm aware your game, sir. i'm aware all right so
1: your friend blake <laughs> uh, i'm just going to sort of summarize because it was a pretty lengthy response so i will it was. I'll try to get it and, and what he said was that there really wasn't a triggering moment it was just the idea that uh black lives matter because they simply do matter that people matter and so that, in essence, that includes black people. Um, and he also said that, uh, you know, he tries to uh, let people engage with the evidence. He said he said that it doesn't normally work, but um, you know, he tries to use that approach as opposed to attacking people personally. I really like this question. Um, you know, as a person of color myself, I'm, I'm obviously not what you would consider an ally. So I, I was hoping we would get more response Um because I do think it's very interesting. You know, I can be a bit of a cynical person when I think, why have people engaged with the movement? Um, but I, I, I really want to know what people think uh, to see, is, is my cynicism justified, or am I maybe jaded by having lived through this stuff for so long that I have trouble believing people may be in it for, for the right reasons, uh, if that makes sense to you guys. What do you guys think? I mean, also being
0: a person of color myself, I cannot consider myself an ally, <laughs> but... <laughs> I wholeheartedly agree. I think that learning why people are behind the movement, not just the fact that they are, is in some ways just as, if not more, important than their involvement in the movement itself. So I I very much think that this is a good question. We had a uh, me and Francine had a really fun time putting the question together. <laughs> whenever we were uh, discussing what the Friday poll would be, it is definitely a good question, and I I really wish that we had had more engagement on it because. I think it's a valid question to ask. And for the most part, unless you have a bad reason to be involved in the movement, there shouldn't really be any issue for you to say what you think there. But I don't know. Again, I'm black. So I don't, I don't really know. Um, I
2: don't really know what that looks like for people that aren't me.
1: Yeah. Alex, what about you, buddy?
2: Um, Which part of my, which part, what's your question, Anthony?
1: <laughs> so, so uh, you would be considered an ally, you are, yes. you are not black. Uh, correct. <laughs> so <laughs> shocking news to everybody. Um, so then for for you, like, was there a moment? Um, and how do you, you know, as briefly as you can, how do you try to communicate that to other, I mean, let's be blunt, other white people who don't agree with you? I mean, let's just, yeah, that's the I question.
2: Good yeah, call, Spade, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sure. Um, okay, so... Uh, I try to I try to take a I try to take a moral position on pretty much like just uh like a holistic moral um uh position. And so like yeah, I don't have, there was never like really um like a singular moment. It was like this is awful and um like they, like it's not okay. But more fundamentally than that, um uh nothing exists in a vacuum, right? So a threat to one group is a threat to all like to all groups yeah um so you, you can't uh, say so i there's just um people who aren't who, who to some people there are distinctions and those distinctions don't um apply to everyone yeah yeah um and so um, that's that's really the argument and that's the line of argument that that i tend to take um uh, this works to um To like varying degrees, like um, one thing, like people don't. So, like people, something people have brought up, right, is that technically the police kill have killed kill more white people in general than they kill black people, and it's like, yes, that is that is correct. Doesn't that isn't that alarming? Isn't that also (laughs) a problem? (laughs) Right, right, right. Like that should not be okay with your
1: brothers and sisters being killed either. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a good answer. I mean, I I, I know we Francine you know, for everybody, she posted in the chat that we can post this at a later date. I really hope we do. Because there's some unsaid stuff in there, um, about the concept of white guilt, for instance, that I would love for us to dig into some more at a later date or another podcast. Uh as I mentioned, I'm a cynic, and so I, I think that's a bigger part of it than people often would like to admit to, and I wonder if that can sustain support. Um, but that's what's something to, to dig into. But like I said, every Friday, guys, we have poll casts. Uh, often they are very challenging or poll Good lord, we have <laughs> polls. I wasn't gonna say it, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh boy. So we have polls every Friday. Oftentimes, they're very interesting, very challenging, um, very meaty. So, uh, please respond to those. And I, uh, I promise to do better next time.
0: <laughs> you know, that, that got me thinking. Uh, if those are polls maybe we can call them pollcasts since oh. it's part of pointcast maybe this can be recast? <laughs> maybe uh? there's a intentional rebrand here it was intentional
2: Ch- changing the whole it show purpose. after
0: we've been doing it for however long just complete <laughs> upheaval <laughs> okay enough
2: of the funnies all right alex it's it's that time that wow. time again boys Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Are you are you looking at the numbers? Yeah. Um, total cases, uh, fourteen million four hundred sixty-two thousand two hundred fifty-seven. Adding a total of two hundred six thousand nine hundred ninety-two cases every day. That's that's like that's today's number, but like that's been that's been the average all week, about two hundred thousand. Um total deaths of 280,135 with uh 2,310 uh deaths uh, about 2,000 deaths a day. That's uh by the way a 911 a day. That is a 911 every, every day. day. Yeah. Yep. Um mo- uh so good news um uh states the hotspot states um are are shifting a little bit. So um Again, we're, um, I'm always presenting these numbers like as a, as a function of population. Um, so uh, Rhode Island, Indiana, uh, Minnesota, South Dakota, Nebraska, Wyoming, Utah, and Alaska are now getting um, roughly um 100 cases per 100,000 people a day and so those are the rising hot spots across the country which um again I you know, say while awful at least you know um wisconsin north dakota and montana have fallen off the list so you take the That's good you take the bad progress in some places
0: uh yeah. some not so much progress in others
2: um yeah yes um and uh i uh so on the one hand um i i hate that we were we were right right 200 that we we did pass two hundred thousand. by the time we met again we were passing two hundred thousand cases a day
0: yep
2: um but our previous prediction from um about a month ago that india would be surpassing us by now was wrong we're number one we're number one
1: still in the lead oh, that's
2: um that's great by uh i say by about a factor of Four new ca- oh, no. uh, new cases every day. Um so we're at so we're over the past sorry, um yes, so we're adding about fifty thousand. um we're adding 20,0 000 cases a day. India's adding about sixty-four thousand cases a day.
1: That's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, for perspective, they have four times as many people as we do.
2: Yeah. Y- yes, correct. <laughs> like that's Crazy. So that's a fun- yeah. that's a function of six that's a yeah. function of sixteen different right yeah yeah well not even just that. they also have
0: like less than half the landmass
2: we do too don't they yes
1: yeah they're larger and denser and still doing better than us
2: that's oh man <laughs> uh, and I say and uh, say, and before you start talking about well they don't have to deal with um you know r- racial tensions like they're seeing the uh-huh. rise of um, Hindu nationalism <laughs> at the same time that they're having conflict on two borders right right they're fighting with china on the on the eastern border and they're fighting with pakistan on the western border yeah i I mean it's it's absurd it's absurd
1: it's truly absurd um i i i mean this is just like something i just you know wikipedia'd right off the top but like we think of uh you know, a place like New York or something as being very dense. But Mumbai is literally the fifth densest city in the world. And New York is nowhere near. New York is number eight. So like Mumbai is significantly more dense than New York Um with a much than you know, like Manhattan, right? With a much larger population. And it hasn't had those sort of impacts. I mean, the, the slums of Mumbai are where you would have thought you would see a terrible outbreak, but we're being outperformed by everybody. And also as a note, this was from ten minutes ago. Rudy Giuliani has tested positive.
2: Um, well, all right. So, and uh, that'll segue really nicely to the other thing I wanted to talk about. So, um, largely, the um, the uh, most states have begun to um, ratify their their election results. Um, this includes um, nearly every, uh, say, all of the states where uh, the Trump campaign had been uh, putting up uh, lawsuits. So are still a couple more lawsuits to be decided, but um, the current record is one um, that I could find um, that, that these might not be exact numbers because it's hard to track all of the individual cases um, is one in 34 of the ones that have been decided 30, uh, 35 have been decided 34 just worth were, were dismissed or thrown out or denied. And one of them was technically upheld. Um, and that one was a very, it was just allowing the Trump team more, uh, it was out of Pennsylvania and it was just allowing the Trump team, um, closer examination of the vote. That, that was, that was the one, that was the one way. And so, um, the, uh, Trump camp never, um, never wanted to, uh, let facts get in the way. Um, they have, they've deployed a new strategy. Um, so they are now looking to weaponize, um, the electoral college itself and having, um, talking to governors and state legislatures to ignore the results and to appoint to allow the Trump campaign to choose um, the electors for that state. That sounds very illegal. The legality I'm, of it is complicated. I mean,
1: whether it's legal or not, like uh, it's just it's a scam.
2: Uh, yes, correct.
1: I mean. You know, headline from the Washington Post as of two days ago that he has raised five hundred million dollars since mid-October, two hundred and eight million dollars since the election. It's a scam.
0: I just don't. I mean, but I'm I'm not gonna understand it. Like that's not that's not something I feel like I ever want to
2: understand. Um, I mean, it's it's just it's not that hard. It's just politics. If you it's a if you have built your your political image on I'm a winner, saying anything to the contrary would. Would destroy your image, and so, and that's I guess that's fine if you if you wanted to step away, from, if you wanted to retire, if you wanted to disappear and um, say from the stage, you could just do that. I mean, that's basically yeah. what Nixon did, right? Yeah. I am not a crook. Right. I'm totally a crook, and I I I resign my office.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. No, No. I mean, that, that's fair. Yeah. That's what this comes back to. Trump can't admit being a loser. Because his whole life has been built upon the opposite. So he can't admit he lost. Um so he just won't.
0: So he's trying to win by any means necessary.
1: I don't even know if he's trying to no, win. He's just, like, he's just trying to raise money. Yeah, yes. He has to pay off campaign debt.
2: That's also he, probably accurate. <laughs> I say he always I say, um there is a there is a case um just recently from I think it was El Paso. It was it was a city in Texas who were like you still owe us 10 million dollars from a um uh from a uh, rally in 2015 yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah so that's what this is
2: well one final grift
1: yep
0: i mean we 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 know that these are effectively the the death throes of the trump administration but i i just it seems crazy to me that there's still doing this, but, like, as you said, I mean, if this if if that's what the entire image is built upon, there wouldn't be any reason for them to do anything otherwise. And while that's sad, i I guess it can't I, I guess it's it's to be expected, right? Yeah, it's to be expected. so um, that was fun. yeah always always a pleasure (laughs) talking about trump and covid so i have a i have a couple more things regarding trump to cover um well not necessarily trump himself but people that are people that are in his pocket but I actually want to start talking about the things on the the site now and these will go by pretty quick. These are most of these are pretty simple, but I want to start with uh, 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 something that I I wanted to get you guys opinion on. It's a I believe this is one of the most recent things you can see on the site as of now, and it is a quote from Barack Obama. It is a the quote is Everybody's sad when their side loses an election, but the day after we have to remember that we're all actually on the same team. And the thing I wanted to say about this is that I don't know if we actually are. My biggest problem (laughs) right now in just about everything you see is the whole like us versus them mentality. Like, I I don't feel like we have been on the same team since I've been in politics. I don't feel like we're on the same team. I feel like there are two very different teams vying for political power all all of the time. And when one team loses, they bring back one of the most ridiculous things that they can find, and they attempt to win. And I feel like that the us not being on the same team is how we got to Trump to begin with. Because I feel like yeah, if were on the same team, Trump would have never been a candidate.
2: Well, so there, yes, so there, but there, there aren't two teams. And we like we, we went over this, uh I, you know, in depth two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. you're, there you're, are oh, like you're right. four teams. You're right. right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, accurate.
1: that quote is really interesting because it's like a classic Barack quote. But it's also one of those where I go, I don't know if a lot of people agree with you, Barack. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, and I, and this isn't a criticism of the Obamas, but it's similar to when Michelle would say, like, we go high when they go low. And people are like, but what if we don't? Like, what? <laughs> is that okay? We don't have to do it. You go, well, I don't know. I mean, Barack is, is, is trying to speak the politics he wishes, I think, into existence. But,
0: that's
1: fair. you know, he's calling to the better angels of our nature, which is the actual traditional job of a statesman. And we, right? we forgot like that, in the what, last that's four years to do <laughs> that's, yeah. that's what you should do. Try to call people to aspire to be something better than they currently are. But I don't know if people agree with them. I don't I don't know if I agree with them. I'm with you, Josh. Like, I don't, I don't. I agree with this. Sporadic. I don't
2: agree with him. All right. Well, um, I'll, I'll push back here and say about 60 percent of us are on the same team. OK,
1: but then that makes that quote wrong. Like by definition.
2: <laughs> um you're well you're assuming that it is directed to everybody. Oh that's is true. It not? <laughs> okay, so there's no such thing. Okay. Um uh, I alright, and I'm aware of the absurdity, but there's no such thing as an absolute statement. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we're we're going back to debate school here.
0: <laughs> so we can we can get into this a bit deeper, maybe on a different day. Maybe there's a maybe there's a round table we can do some some quote reflecting upon I, I just wanted to bring that up because i when i first read that i was like i don't i don't actually agree with that and i i just i, I thought i'd share that with you guys because that that seemed like an important reflection to me yeah but moving on uh, so going back to trump here um one of the recent articles posted was uh about one of trump's allies being banned from the justice department but this shouldn't really come as a surprise to you guys let me go and give you the details um heidi stirrup Uh, She's an ally of top Trump advisor Stephen Miller, uh, who was installed in the Justice Department as a White House liaison a couple months ago. Um, The the issue here is that a couple weeks ago, she was ordered to vacate the premises after the justice officials learned she was trying to collect insider information about ongoing cases uh, that the Trump administration had um, put out there, along with trying to collect data about their current work on election fraud. So obviously she's trying to get information she shouldn't have. Um, but the, the thing that actually surprised me is that a bit further down the article, it talks about how this is one example, just one example of several White House liaisons that have been planted through the different areas of um, government that effectively don't report anything other than information to the White House. And they've been doing this, uh, i assume, for a lot longer than I knew of. Um, and that was something that felt concerning but i'm I'm at least glad that she was made to leave and i hope that the same thing happens um everywhere else that this is currently happening because obviously we should not have people reporting directly to the white house in things like that that's what the people in the white house are for so (laughs) on a bit of a different note um this is actually something i found really interesting so i want to share this with you guys too um there's actually hope for sickle cell treatment uh, if you're unfamiliar with what sickle cell uh, disease is, we can get into that a bit later. But a recent study is showing promising early results for treating both sickle cell disease, along with—and I'm probably going to say this wrong—beta uh, thalassemia. Um, a one-time treatment with a tool called CRISPR. If you remember, there was a there was an article about CRISPR and how it was treating a different disease um, a little while ago. Um, it permanently alters the patient's DNA and red blood cells uh, and as as far as they've been able to tell it may treat or possibly even cure the diseases the one the thing i really wanted to get into was actually how it works i think it's really freaking cool uh so here let me go ahead and pull it back up real quick uh so for those of you who are unfamiliar with with what sickle cell and the other uh, thing i had mentioned actually is and what it does um both of them involve hemoglobin which is a uh i can't think of the word it's a Substance in red blood cells that carry oxygen so through the body. Prote-
2: it's a protein complex that carries uh, that is the oxygen carrier for uh, for humans. Yeah. Thank you.
0: Um, <laughs> in sickle cell, uh, effectively, what it does is it the the hemoglobin it, it becomes defective, and it leads to blood cells that don't carry oxygen well, and that can end up uh, clogging vessels, creating pain, organ damage, even stroke. Uh, those with uh, beta thalassemia don't have hemoglobin or at least enough of it in normal situations So they they don't really circulate oxygen well Leads to anemia, fatigue, shortness of breath Things along those lines The thing that I actually think is really cool About the way this treatment works Is that they literally take uh, red blood cells Like from the patients They will use CRISPR To adjust the way that those blood cells work They'll effectively give them treatments to remove Or to kind of kill off the other blood cells that they have And then they will inject the blood cells back That had then been effectively treated And then that that allows them to function completely differently um i won't get into the whole science but basically um there's two different types of hemoglobin and they they have figured out a way to make the body create the other version of it instead of the the version that's normally defective and i think that's super cool and it's like science fiction nonsense we're adjusting dna guys we are adjusting dna i i knew it was possible i didn't think we were actually using
2: that to treat diseases now Oh okay all right and now uh, okay so we have to be very very careful <laughs> about how you about how you word this um so editing on um, what's called germline DNA is illegal it is a, a it goes it is um outlawed um om, almost globally uh like any country that's part of the UN like this is this is um this is illegal so what makes this one interesting is that you're not modifying um you're not directly modifying uh germline cells cells that are going to propagate beyond the patient you are as so you are modifying you are modifying cells um outside of the let's say outside of the patient injecting them into the patient and that's triggering a biological response to surpass um to bypass the in the original error yeah um i that's not exact um if you are yes i'm a bioinformatician yes i'm aware of it. i am trying to i am trying to um put this in plain speech (laughs) Uh, don't at me don't at me i'm aware well
1: correct me if i'm wrong but they don't want cells being able to be pat they don't want these modifications being able to be passed down through like generations is that correct what you're that's what you're saying here yeah because i had read that before that's what they don't want because uh
2: that um, and be, that's what I say And yeah. uh, as a note that's why if you remember was it last year was it last year or two years ago there was the Chinese um, doctor yep. who performed CRISPR on um, uh, on a child in utero yep um to avoid I think it was HIV and yeah. um, he was put to death yeah because yeah <laughs>
1: that's that's super very legal. serious yeah no this stuff is really fascinating uh thanks for sharing this man this is a really fascinating yeah dude it can be dooming i mean sometimes it can be doom and gloom around here like but like that article is fascinating it if you've anybody who's seen like the the, the, the stuff we're doing with the vaccine approach to COVID, it really is like mind-blowingly ahead of everything we thought was possible like we have, we are going to just shatter the record for the fastest vaccine by like years ahead of what people had thought was possible before. About fifty percent. Uh, yeah, it's incredible. Uh, like when
2: Fauci said earlier this year that there probably wouldn't be a vaccine until twenty twenty two, he was that was based upon yeah, um, based upon like that good was optimistic science and projections. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there that too.
1: Yeah, that was if we did as good as we had ever done, we would have had one by 2022. Correct. Some people thought 2023 or 24 was more realistic. We're talking like now, like this month, people will start getting vaccinations. Science is unbelievable. Yes. We're going to see some leaps and bounds that are going to blow our minds within our lifetimes. Uh, We're going to, yeah, it's going to be really incredible where we're heading.
0: I'm really interested to see what medical science looks like when I'm 40. Oh,
2: my Um, God. So uh, all right and now I'm gonna be the dampener here um, oh, here we go what we are capable say what we're capable <laughs> of doing and what we are um willing to do are different that is that is correct i
0: I know this I mean i i I'm interested to see what is socially acceptable in medical science
1: yeah
0: <laughs> uh, when I'm 40 that that's what I mean yeah. i know that things that are that are really interesting but also incredibly unfortunate and awful to deal on human people uh, are capable like we're capable of doing it right now i know but uh i it's really interesting to me that we can adjust genes and and fix problems and i think that the real reason is because like treatments like that, really fix problems at the source they, they don't just deal with the symptoms or anything else along those lines we're really combating the issues where they happen and i think that that's the way that medicine should work not just treating
2: the the things that
0: happen because you know you were born that
2: way and um just before we move on um if you guys are if any of our listeners or you guys are interested in this um particular topic um, there is a Netflix series, um, Unnatural Selection, it came out last year, um, but it will go, uh, it covers the science pr- um, pretty well, the moral and the ethical um, conundrums, and it does this in a pr- fairly approachable and water and um, not too watered down way. So highly recommend. Unnatural Selection? Unnatural Selection. There you go. Okay. That's on that's on my that's on my list
0: now.
1: Yeah. But yeah, come for the politics, uh, stay for the streaming recommendations. <laughs> right? <laughs> Along with, the, along, with the,
0: along with the complete revamp of the how the show works, don't forget <laughs> that. So that that's really all I wanted to cover with you guys. So we'll go ahead and uh, we'll go ahead and head it out. So this podcast has been brought to you in part by Eliak uh, Productions, a studio for podcasters and musicians, and of course, Pointcast News. To listen to any of our other podcasts, please go visit our website at Pointcast News, or you can find us on Apple Podcasts. Also, be sure to like us and follow us on our Facebook page, especially interacting with both these articles and the uh, the other things that we and again we make these things for you guys we definitely like knowing what you think especially with the polls that's our that's our most direct way to interact with you go check out that poll if you haven't already or uh, you know any of the other polls everything is still there uh, we we still enjoy seeing things even if we posted it you know a week ago so if you see something you you're really interested in or you really want to have a conversation feel free to post about it share it do whatever you want to do we very much seeing that we very much like seeing that thank you for listening to this podcast and thank you guys for being here with me as you always are. Josh out.